everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm President of the Board of Directors at the Lipedema Project and Director of Research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from a presentation by Dr. Matthew Carmody during Lipedema Simplified Summer Boot Camp as part of Lipedema Awareness Month in June 2022. Dr. Carmody is an Assistant Professor of Medicine at Harvard Medical School and a diplomat of the American Board of Obesity Medicine. He recently retired from his practice as an internal medicine practitioner to focus on lipedema and obesity medicine. In this clip, Dr. Carmody introduces us to the adipocyte or the fat cell and the pathophysiology of lipedema. He explains why diuretics don't help with the fluid congestion and why compression does. So I want to introduce you to the a fat cell that's called the adipocyte. And I want to tell you that that adipocyte is as big as the thickness of your hair, a hair on your head. So if you want to know how big these adipocytes are, you just have to pick a hair off. You can look at the thickness of that hair and that's how big an adipocyte is. And you should know there's 25 to 35 billion of those cells in your body. And you also have to know that there's 10 billion feeders of those cells. And the adipocyte is not there for triglyceride storage alone. In fact, it makes hormone. It makes estrogen. It makes leptin. Leptin is something that goes to the brain and tells the brain, this is how much stored energy I have. If it makes a lot of leptin, it means it's a big cell and it has a lot of energy stored. And it actually goes to the brain and the hypothalamus of the brain and actually reads that how much leptin and the brain has a perfect idea about how much stored energy it has. And it has to decide what to do with that stored energy. And so you know now that there's other factors in this, not just the adipocyte because it's acting the way it should. It's giving a clear signal to the brain. The other thing that you see there, adiponectin, it is a very important hormone that goes to a lot of other muscles, liver, pancreas, and it actually creates a good metabolism. But adiponectin goes down when the adipocyte gets big. And so what we have is that we have less good metabolism in lipedema because adiponectin is actually not secreted at a high level. The other interesting thing is that the adipocyte makes inflammatory triggers. That is, it creates inflammation. If something's not happening for it, it will signal the rest of the body through creating inflammatory triggers and inviting other cells into the space. So there you have a reason that inflammation then becomes a source of scarring, but also it's a source of pain. First of all, lymphatic vessels in people with lipedema are fragile. They break easily. And that's the source of the hematomas that come up, you know, that you find that you didn't even do anything. And all of a sudden you have a little bruise. And so that's because of that vessel fragility. The other thing that starts to happen is the estrogen receptors are making the cell bigger. So the cell being made bigger, it needs a supply. It needs a bigger supply of nutrients. It needs more arterioles. The problem is, is it gets some more, but it doesn't get enough. 
The, the other thing that's happening on the other side is the lymphatics are actually, that is returning 40, 40 to 60% of the fluid to the heart is actually a very poor quality. See, these are sort of dilated. There's green dilations of that lymphatic channel. Also, it's curving around, not like the lymphatic vessel above it, which is very straight. This one is actually curving around and it's in very poor tissue, the same tissue that causes your skin to hang off your arm. So that that's what is happening, you know, in lipedema. So there was a question before about the fact that, well, why don't I do use Lasix? Because now I've pooled all this extra fluid in here. Lasix only reduces what's circulating in arterioles and venules, but doesn't help the removal of this fluid that's outside of those arterioles and venules. So that, which is 40%, which is coming back through the lymphatics, Lasix has no, or a diuretic has no effect on that whatsoever. Because this pool is getting bigger because of the inefficiency of the lymphatic vessel, that is the reason that you feel tightness, that you feel that there's a buildup of fluid in your legs and that your legs are very heavy. Yes, they are. Remember that there's 10 billion of these beds. And if they all have a little extra fluid in them, they are, are, are a little bit inefficient in returning fluid to the heart, then you are going to have a lot of fluid in your legs. But it's not something that's hanging off you. It actually feels there's just heaviness. There's a tightness. There's a fibrosis, you know, that's occurring. And, it's, and you can't do anything about it as far as like with diuretics. That's why compression therapy becomes important because compression starts to help the lymphatics return all the excess fluid to the heart. Thank you, Dr. Carmody, of that very understandable explanation. And I'd like to give a big thank you to all of you, our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes that have become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema flash briefing. not so good in the shins when we get to stage two. And then 22 or 100% had dilated vessels or those distended vessels. And then also again, zero presented with that dermal backflow that's usually present in lymphedema. They did have one person who was stage three. I'm not sure why, because I thought they were only going to have stage one and two, but they did have one person in stage three that they imaged and this person had all of the abnormalities that were listed for the two previous stages, except this person did not have the radiating lymphatic vessels and did not have that unusually widespread or what they call diffuse lymphatics. And this person, like the others, did not have the dermal backflow. Now, they also did the arms on several of the participants. 
And interestingly, the arms were mostly normal in appearance, with the exception of just a couple of them, because three of the participants had evidence of what they're calling segmentation. Two had the tortuous vessels in the arms. One had dilated vessels in the arm. And one participant who previously had undergone liposuction for her lipedema in her arms, she had the dermal backflow. So that was interesting. So that was the anatomy that we were able to visualize. And now let's look at the function. And so the function of the lymphatics, because they only had control data for the lower legs in that small group of healthy controls, so they did not have anything to compare the arm data with. So they did not use the arm data in their function results. And also that one participant with stage three was not included in the analysis for the function results. So the average propulsion rate for lymphatics in both stage one and stage two was actually significantly faster than it was in the healthy controls. Both stage one and stage two lipedema groups had a rate. Hi there. This is Catherine Sayo with a very quick and exciting announcement just to let you know our three-day event, Heart to Heart, is coming up March 31st, April 1 and 2. Make sure you don't miss it. We have speakers coming from all over the world and an amazing schedule for interaction with all of the community. It's going to be spectacular. Go to lipedema-simplified.org and be sure to click the link to get more information. And we'll see you there.